Hello there, friend. Welcome back to the Cash Confidence Stylist Podcast. So before we get into this episode, I got a question for you. How often do you ask yourself, where the hell is my money going? Okay, look, a lot of us, that runs in a constant loop in our mind. And it's time to take your first step towards financial empowerment. So I wanted to give you a free resource that is going to help you do just that. I wanna give you Assess Your Situation, which is the first module in my course, as well as your guide to figuring out where the fuck your money is actually going. Sorry if you have kids in the car. So this is gonna be a free guide that I've created to help you break the loops, providing you with tools to assess your current financial situation. You don't even have to break out the calculator and to help you gain awareness about what you actually need to start making those money moves where it truly matters. So go ahead and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the show notes and snag it. The link is down there um, and enjoy this episode. Let me know how assessing your situation goes. Thanks friends. Welcome to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. Here, we dive into topics that reach far beyond the salon. I'm your host, Misty Jane. I'm a life and money coach for stylists who are obsessed with personal growth. I help you enhance your mindset around money, build a business that lights you up, and create a life of peace. Me and my guests are on a mission to normalize the wealthy stylist while creating a safe space to be perfectly imperfect. Wanna join me? then you're in the right place. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. So today I'm talking with my friend Haley. She is the resilient hairdresser on Instagram. If you do not follow her and you like my podcast, you are doing yourself a disservice. Haley is an amazing human being. She is, in fact, a trained therapist slash hairdresser, now coach, for hairdressers specifically focusing on mental health. As you know, I love vulnerability. I love having more open, different kinds of conversations on this podcast. And Haley has always, always, always been one that never disappoints on any conversation that we have. And today we're talking about showing up. We're talking about what it means to put yourself out there, whether that be in life, um, on Instagram, uh, in a podcast, whatever. And this has been a great conversation. Haley and I have had these conversations behind the scenes, um, and it felt like something that we just needed to say in the open because it's very important perspectives here for our own mental health. And this conversation actually even helped me realize some things that I need to do differently. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Also, this is the first time that we did a Instagram live and podcast recording at the same time. So if you're listening to this and you're like, you know what, I'd really like to watch it, you can go to my Instagram page at underscore Misty Jane underscore and actually watch us have the conversation. So kind of cool. Probably going to do that more often. Really enjoyed that as well. Also, last on the list before we get into the episode, my one-on-one applications are open, okay? I'm so, so, so excited for the rest of this year. I have so many things that I'm bringing to my one-on-one clients, brand new spreadsheets, brand new perspectives, brand new action steps. All of the things that I have learned the past two years are coming together in this absolute beautiful, um, I guess, package, if you will, 
for my future clients. So if you are an avid listener and you know that you need to make a change when it comes to your financial perspective, your financial actions, your financial everything, you need to revamp your money story and you are ready to do so. You are ready to do something different, break habits, um, make more money appear in your bank account then it is time. So please click the link in the bio. You can find the one-on-one application there. We'll hop on a call together, chat, see if you are right for one-on-one coaching. Um, And yeah, I'm looking forward to chatting with you. Like I said, it's going to be an exciting year. If you have been on the fence, now is the time, especially if you want to save a little bit of money because things are going to go up from here on out. So please, now is the time. Don't wait. I'm telling you, I wish I would have got my financial shit together sooner. I really, really do. It has completely changed my life, which I know I talk about on here a ton, but getting my financial shit together changed the way that I show up in my business, changed the way that I show up with my family, my friends, everything. I cannot stress enough how much finding peace around your money can change your entire world. So... Again, if you are ready to take the dive and you are ready for one-on-one coaching with me, please click the link in the uh, show notes. Um, And with that being said, enjoy this wonderful, amazing conversation with my friend Haley, the resilient hairdresser. Hi, Haley. Hello. Welcome to our our trial here. (laughs) (laughs) We're just winging it. It's going well. I'm just... I gotta like turn my computer though, so I don't see your face twice, because then I'm gonna get real confused. <laughs> okay, so Haley, welcome back for the I don't know how many time to <laughs> the Cash Confident Stylist podcast. Um, for everybody that's watch- watching or listening, go ahead and give them a little rundown of who you are and what you do. So my name's Haley Jepson, but my business is the Resilient Hairdresser and. My background is hairdressing. I was a hairdresser for 30 years, uh, but I retrained as a psychotherapist and I worked as a therapist for five years. And so now I've combined my passions where I coach and educate the hair hair industry all around how to take care of our mental health. Mm. So in a nutshell, that is what I do. So I, I go to salons and I teach workshops about how to look after yourself. I do online courses about boundaries and burnout and stuff like that. And I make daft reels to amuse hairdressers on their lunch break. <laughs> I love your reels, by the way. Well, you know, I'm a huge fan of you for a million different reasons. Um, you're obviously a very good friend of mine, especially after 2020. Um, and I just love what you talk about. You know, I'm oh, all about you. like being vulnerable and talking about kind of the hard things that not a lot of people are comfortable talking about. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to have this conversation with you because I think that there's a lot of people that um, when they hear, well, you should put yourself out there more. One, it might maybe really scares them. Two, maybe they don't fully understand what that means. Um, Three, maybe they don't see the benefit in it. So I kind of want to like dive into that a little bit today um, of kind of what putting yourself out there really truly means. Like I know for me, like I am all for some hard conversations, right? I'm all, I will give you all the messy. I will talk about all of it and not everyone is comfortable with that. (laughs) For me, it has brought the right people into my life and let go of the people that maybe don't like the way that I talk too much about all the things, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, as my as a business, that has been extremely helpful um, because, you know, you want the right people 
to come to you for your business. Um, tell me a little bit about what putting yourself out there means to you. Well, putting myself out there for me it means showing up on social media <laughs> quite a lot. Um, so it means being consistent with talking about what I'm passionate about because I can write some beautiful courses, but if I don't tell anyone about them, what's the point? You know, you yeah. can have these amazing programs or this amazing hairdressing skill set, but if you don't tell anyone that you exist, it's kind of pointless. Um, and so for me, when I set up the Resilient Hairdresser, which was 2019, I had a word with myself and was like, all right, Hayley, you're going to have to go on video and talk on video and you are the face of the business. This is what's going to happen. And I had to make peace with a lot of stuff around that. And like, for example, my accent I was like, who wants to listen to this voice? Uh, Everybody. So it's like my favorite part. Americans. <laughs> I have a cute accent in America, not so much in the UK. But, um, you know, I have a really regional accent, uh, which probably sounds posh in America, but it's not. And I just was like, well, this is the one you've got. So get on with it. And oh, thank you. <laughs> People are praising my accent. That's yeah. nice. It's lovely in America, my accent. Um, and you know, just literally my face, my weight, you know, just all sorts of stuff. I just had to get, make Pete, I had to find a way to be like, I'm okay with all of this. Mm. It's not important. I just need to say the stuff and some people will like it and some people won't. And some people might think things about me and my accent or my weight or my face or who knows what, I don't know. Um, but I, I found a way that putting myself out there and, and making my business a success was more important to me than what people think. Because if people want to think things about how I look or how I sound, they're doing that when I walk down the street. Yes. Putting yourself out on the internet just exacerbates it. And so, you know, I think about, I, I was okay with it quite soon. I'm not a shy person. I, I'm reasonably self-confident. I'm not very shy. Um, I like to wing it on charm. I try my hardest. Um, and I just thought it'll be all right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of insecurity to putting yourself out there, right? Just like you said, like it, it kind of brings up all the insecurities we have behind closed doors, you know, and then we put the, yes. ourselves out there and maybe somebody makes one little comment that like validates that insecurity, you know? And then I think that is the fear, right? It's like, well, like I know at the beginning, I would never show up without like makeup on or like my hair done or something yeah. like that, you know, because it was like, well, I don't want to look like I like don't have my shit together. Well, sometimes I don't have my shit together. <laughs> and sometimes I have something to say with a towel on my head and no makeup on, you know, yeah. and it, it took it takes time to get to that point, though, when you're like, you know yeah. what, I have something to say and I don't care what I look like and I'm going to go online and, and talk about it. Um, yeah, And I don't it, do that. Uh, that's yeah, not you're always me. put together. <laughs> yeah, I, I do lots of um, blocking. I, I do a lot of recording on the day my face is on. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, but that's how I roll. But for me, um, 
that doesn't make me feel comfortable. Whenever I see you, I never even notice if you've got your makeup on or not anymore. I just see Misty. Whereas for me, there's something about this is how I present myself to the world and how I feel good about it. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's fine yes. for me. And I love seeing you in your gym wear, <laughs> wetting, trotting, you know, talking about something. I don't even notice. Um, but for me, I don't know. I, I I don't go to the gym much for one. So that's, I'm not, I'm not often in gym gear. Um, it just doesn't, I don't know. You want to show up in a conf, like you want to show up confidently. So you want to dress and look the way that you feel confident. I think it's just, this is what makes me feel confident. And so this is what I do. And I've thought about the making a video every now and again. I make videos sometimes when I'm not as glam as this. I mean, this is glam for me, folks. Um, This is as glam as it gets. But I don't know. It just doesn't, I think I don't show up in the way you show up. Well, and that's the thing, right? That's Mm -hmm. you got to show up like yourself, right? So like everyone show show, up. Exactly. And everyone showing up like themselves is going to look very, very, very different. You know, I mean, there are people that show up literally sitting in a bathtub. I will never do that, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong. You know what I mean? Like that, That doesn't mean that it's like, oh, you shouldn't do that. It's just, it's everyone's show up is going to be very, very different. Now, what do you think is the biggest fear? Because I have heard so many stylists, not even stylists, just people I've talked to in general that are very scared to put themselves out there online. I don't know if there is this misconception that you have to put everything out online, you know, like every little tiny thing that you do, every, like everything you say needs to be out there. And maybe that is what they think it is. Like, what do you think the fear is around it for the majority? What will people think? Mm-hmm. And I think often there is some, well, I think for a lot of people, there is a certain set of people in their head they're concerned about. And for some people, it's just uh, uh, everyone. What will people think? They can't even pin it down to the people in the salon I've just left or my family, or my neighbours, my sister. They're just like people, Um, you know? But for some people, I think the fear of people going, who does she think she is? Mm, The imposter syndrome. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I I think you could call that imposter syndrome for sure. But yeah, who does she think she is? She's not an expert. What she, you know, and that, that sort of stuff. And I think sometimes people think they've got to be an expert to show up. And I remember, I don't know who said this, and maybe someone said this to me and you, Mister. I don't know. I was gonna say. I feel like I feel like I know what you're about to say because we had the same. But post, you can just pretty- contribute to the conversation. You don't have to be the expert. And yeah. I remember when someone said that, I thought, oh, great, because that's what I want to do. Yes, I just want to contribute to the conversation around mental health, and I want to bring it to the forefront in hairdressing. I'm not the expert. Well, you are an expert. Well, I know some stuff. I'm not. You know some things. I'm not an expert. I'm not the. Somebody said to me, "You only have to be two steps ahead of the person that you're helping." Yeah, and I loved that because I think a lot of times we we think we have to fully encompass. All, like as a money coach, right? Like I have to know every little thing about money. I have to know how to invest. I know yeah. how to have to know like accountant stuff and like, and I don't, I don't know everything, you know? Yeah. And I think that 
that knowing that like, oh no, you only have to be two steps ahead of the person you're trying to help. And it's like, that almost takes the pressure off of you a little bit. And it's like, you, mm-hmm. it, you, it's a niche, right? You're niching down on this thing. I mean, in this industry, niching is like talked about often. So everyone it's understands the that. Thing. Yeah. I think a couple of things I'm writing notes down because my brain can't hold this many ideas. Um, but I think that when you show up as yourself, you will attract some people and repel others. And that's great. And when I learned that that was good, because there was a phase where I thought, everybody must like me and be and I now I'm like no some people think what I do is silly and that's great you'll find somebody else to talk about what you're interested in so it was a big relief for me when I sort of accepted I didn't have to appeal to every single person on the internet yes it's a lot easier to show up some people will like you and some people will unfollow and that's fine Mm -hmm. because they're not your customers because a lot of us are showing up for business. Yeah. That's why I, I wouldn't be on the internet every day showing you my dinner. Right. <laughs> and what I'm wearing. Um, that's not for me. I'm not bothered. But I'm showing up because I want to help people with my business. And I think yep. it's helpful. And so I have to show up. And so the any nervousness around that is overshadowed by the fact that it's vital for my business. Yes. And so I made peace with that a long time ago. And I'll tell you what I did, mister. You might not know this, but so I was still hairdressing when I created this business. I was still behind the chair and I, you know, had an Instagram account. It's hidden now. You can't go and look. Um, (laughs) But someone said to me, the first 50 videos you make will be terrible. Mm -hmm. Make them quick. So what I did, I knew I was going to launch the Resilient Hairdresser, but I wanted to launch my Instagram as sleek as possible and so I started making videos for my hairdressing clients and I started talking to the camera I was talking about Olaplex and shampoo and whatever and all the stuff and what was important as a client should you wash your hair before an appointment I don't know whatever and I was doing all of that and so I'd probably made a good chunk of videos before I made my first resilient hairdresser one you practiced I practiced. I yes. practiced in an arena I was less bothered about. Yes. So you know this, but one of my main taglines is start messy. And I say this because that is a perfect example of how you start messy, right? You're super mm-hmm. uncomfortable putting your face on the camera, talking into the camera, whether it be in your stories, whether it be on a reel, whatever, but you have to start like exercising that muscle, you know, because yeah. I used to be terrified. Now, what, you want, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> what, what are we <laughs> We're doing? Decide two minutes before. Exactly. Which is how I do almost everything for everything. anyone listening. I am very much when people ask me, what do you want to talk about? Sometimes to, if I reached out to somebody because maybe they made a post about something that I'm like, hey, do you want to come on the podcast? Because that's a great topic. Then I'll like type it in and be like, okay, we're going to touch on this. But I tell everyone this conversation is going to flow. It's not going to be like a linear line. It's going to be like, okay, if we start talking about that and then it turns into this, great, because that's what my audience likes. Now, an audience that likes a step-by-step, this is what we're going to talk about. Here are three things to do it this way. Don't listen to my podcast. I mean, does it happen? They're going to find another one. Exactly. Exactly. And that is putting myself out there, right? Like doing it differently than I saw in the industry was like scary. 
who's going to listen to this? I mean, I have podcast episodes that are close to two hours long because I'm like, but I'm like, I don't care. Some <laughs> That'll be with me. And people love it. People love yeah. it. You know, yeah. the right people love it. Yeah. I love who- a long form poddy. Yes, yeah, same. I like it. I drive a lot now. I like a good little two hour. Yep. You I know, want to feel like I'm having a conversation with somebody. Yeah. 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 I listen to so, stuff like that. So let's talk about how putting yourself out there. I mean, we kind of already touched on it, but let's really like, like, like intentionally talk about um, how putting yourself out there will help your business or just help not just your business. I mean, I'm going to say kind of every aspect of your life, right? I think different things about that. I suppose it depends what you mean by putting yourself out there and how, how I'm going to ask you a question. How, uh-huh. What do you mean? What do you mean? when? How do you think people benefit from putting themselves out there, not for business? Like, give me an example and then I'll think. I think it's exactly like what we kind of just talked about, about how it's bringing in people that are attracted to you and repelling people that are not. So like, yeah. for example, on Sundays, I do my Sunday funnies. It has nothing to do with my business. It has nothing to do with money coaching. It has nothing to do with hair. They are just memes that I have picked up throughout the week that I find funny because and I, I want them. everyone loves them. If you don't follow <laughs> me, follow me just for Sundays. <laughs> um, but the reason I started doing it is because I have, I like humor I use humor in my podcast. I use humor with my clients. Like uh, there's something about humor that like breaks the ice for me. And like, you can kind of find your people through humor a lot of times. So I kind of looked at it as like, what's something lighthearted on a Sunday when everyone's just sitting around in their PJs, not wanting to think about work that can like get, have them get to know me a little bit more without me mm-hmm. actually having to show up on a Sunday. Right. Cause I can just, I lay yeah. in my bed in the morning and post them. And, um, so that is a way that I have put myself out there. And some of the humor is like really inappropriate, but I like inappropriate humor, (laughs) you know? So for, for that reason, I did it because I'm like, okay, if you don't like my humor, you're not going to like me as a coach. You're not going to like being on my page. You're not going to like my podcast. So if you do not like this, please unfollow me. So I think putting yourself out there for me is that like attracting the right people, putting yourself out there in a way, like I don't tell all my business on here. Now, if you DM me and you ask me, I'm a pretty much an open book, but not everything is important, right? I do talk about personal stuff sometimes because a lot of times it ties into the things that I teach, you know, but, and sometimes I just feel like sharing it, but I find Mm. that the more I put myself out there, especially with the podcast, because that's like, I always say like the truest form of me is the podcast. Um, And I have attracted the right people because of it. And Mm. so for me, that would be my answer is the more I put myself out there and the more I be myself in more of an open space, the right people come and the wrong people go. So that would a very long answer to your question. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it translates for lots of things, doesn't it? I was sort of thinking about, I'm not sure why anyone would be putting themselves out there if it wasn't for business. You know, like if I didn't run this business, and I wasn't, if I was just employed in insurance, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be worrying about making reels. I yes. literally wouldn't give a toss. And so I really can't think about putting yourself out there other than work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I can't, I can't see why I just wouldn't 
do it personally. Well, on a mental health side of that, let's talk about that a little bit because we do see people putting themselves out there just because. Yeah, I think a lot of stuff about that. I've written down here vulnerability to remind myself to talk about it. And I think I'm very careful about, I I share my mental health journey. Um, I don't think I've talked about it tons and tons, actually. People probably know, people know that I struggled with depression if they follow me enough. But I I tend not to go into great detail about it um, because I, I liked, for me, I actually like to keep the focus on my clients. Mm -hmm. So for example, I have a membership and I ask the members questions sometimes like, what are you proud of this week? Uh, What are your goals for the week? Whatever. And I never share what mine are. And on the odd occasion that I do, the conversation becomes about me. Mm. So that's why I don't do it. And so for me, and I think that's a lot about being a therapist. Mm -hmm. I'm very focused on keeping the 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 conversation client focused right and so I, I've never really thought about that before but I think that's that's where that comes from for me but I don't want to be I don't want the mental health conversations to be about my journey I want it to be about yours and right. theirs right and so I share my story when it's appropriate and it's going to be helpful and my story will help someone but really I want people to think about themselves yeah and so that's why I don't sit around talking about my mental health struggles in that way. I want to be, well, I want to, I'd prefer to be the expert or the guide. Well, let me ask you this though. What if you shared your story and you got responses like, oh my gosh, I can relate to this so much. I think you can help me. I mean, yes, for sure. I think I talk about my story. Uh, I talk about my hairdressing story around being really burnt out and leaving. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's, my signature story I tell it in every salon I go to I I was a hairdresser I was burnt out so I retrained to be a therapist like that is the story but there is a story behind that which was I struggled with depression since I was 14 Mm -hmm. and it peaked around that time and I don't tend to talk about that as much for the reason that I don't think it's helpful Mm. but maybe it is I'll think about that Misty I will think about it but you should think about that I will think about that, but I, I, I'm always focused on why am I sharing this? How will this help the audience? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, and I, I, I'm, I think be wary. I, I say this to people, don't share your stuff until you've resolved it. Yes. You've said that to me quite a lot. And I like that <laughs> because I have a tendency to almost like, um, talk out my things on the internet but I don't want to process on Instagram right and and I and there are times I think you're you are in my head a lot sometimes when I'm like I'm gonna say something about this and I'm like no why like I don't have a solution yet yeah I'm just lonely because I'm in my house on my own so I'm gonna talk I was about to say really I'm just looking for the validation of the outside world to be like it's okay or me too and and that's not helpful so yes I agree with you on that it's 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 a tough, it's so hard nowadays. And I, I really think, I think back on 2020, I mean, we met because of 2020, you know, and when we were all kind of stuck in our house, lonely, weren't having outside conversations, you know, and, and I, validation is a word that I've used often in the past three years, because I did not realize how much validation I was seeking from the outside world 
being a hairstylist in general until mm-hmm. it was all taken from me. You yeah, know, I mean, and then- <laughs> validation just comes as a hairdresser. It just comes at you every hour. Yeah. Someone says, yep. oh, thanks. That's nice. Um, and so I don't think that you realize how much self-esteem building can come from that until it's gone. But yes, everybody noticed in 2020 it was gone. I spoke yep. to groups of hairdressers all over the world going, mm-hmm. I'm struggling and I don't know why. And I, you know, and I sort of said, you know, you're getting a lot of your good feelings from work. Yep. You want to spread that out a bit. And they were like, well, you're getting your good feelings from work. And then it was taken away from you. And then you don't know who you are. And 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 we have no plan B. Yes. And And I I, I like a plan B. So many like people leaning into like people are like shifting their careers, shifting the way they do things. And I love to see it because I do feel like people are leaning into who they are. And I think that, you know, you're, you're a different person in every phase of your life. I'm very different than I was a year ago. I'm very different than I was five years ago. I'm completely different than I was 10 years ago. (laughs) <laughs> and I hope yeah. that next year I'm different than I am now, you know? And, um, I think that, I think for me, putting myself out there has helped me figure out who I am a little bit because it has helped me like that felt good. Oh, that didn't feel good. Oh, I did do that for validation. Oh, I did that. And that helped somebody, you know, because there's some days where I'll put something out there because I needed to hear it. And I will get DMs like, thank you for saying that I needed that. I just, something this week I posted and someone's like, I'm so glad, like, thank you so much for saying that I needed that too, you know? Well, you and do, so it's- You learn something about your audience and what they respond to by doing this as 100%. well. hundred percent. I think I, I'm cautious of people, particularly when they're struggling with their mental health, because I'm, I'm coming from it from a mental health point of view, you know, yes. you're coming through it from let's talk about money. Whereas right. I'm thinking, look after yourself when you're talking about your mental health publicly, you know, because yeah. sometimes you can feel that you overshared and then feel extremely vulnerable and anxious about that. And so I'm always thinking about it from that point of view. But, you know, if you're putting your uh, your lovely balayage out there, that's different than talking about your mental health journey. It might right. feel as terrifying to some people, but it is different. Do but you I have... Think... No, go on. Do you have advice for the oversharer? Like, because I know that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm an oversharer and I do sometimes not just on Instagram, but just like conversations with people in general. Um, I will go back home and I'll go, should I have said that? Did I say too much? Like, do you have advice yeah. there? Like, well, I think, yeah, I do. Let me think about it. <laughs> I think pub- I'll talk about it publicly first oversharing mm. Instagram. I'll think about it like that. I think. How will you feel about this in a, before you go to post that story, I think this, why am I doing this? What am I, why, why am I doing it is the big question. And how will I feel about this video being out there in a year? Mm. Um, is there somebody else that I need to have this conversation with really? Mm-hmm. I just think take a minute yes. before we do that. And, and really, I like to share things when I've learned the lesson. I don't want to share the mess in the middle because I want to, I want to be inspiring to people's mental health. This is a, my platform is an, uh, here's me and my mental health journey. Right. That's not what it is. It's a come to my page. If you want help with your mental health. 
And so somehow you got, I keep myself out of that for that reason. But again, that's therapy stuff. Um, <laughs> and so I don't want to have a vulnerability hangover and think, mm. I'm not sure I want everyone to know that. And I think a great place to go, who, someone who talks about this wonderfully is Brené Brown. Yes. She just, she talks about this amazingly. Um, and a lot of the way I talk about this started with her talking about it. And she talks about something about people have to earn the right to hear your story because not mm. everyone will do something good with it. Yes, I love and that. So be careful where you share your story because some people will, in the wrong context, people can turn that against you. Yes. That's like, that reminds me of when people post something on like Facebook, right. And they, then they get responses and they're mad about their responses. And it's like, yeah, you just gave it to the world. You can't yeah. be mad when people aren't responding. If you have expectations on a response, don't put it out there. Let's, is that fair to say? <laughs> yes. Turn yeah. the comments off. If you just want to, if this is just a broadcast, turn the comments off then. You know, protect yourself in some way. But I think I'm a bit, I I just come from this. My private story is only for some people. Mm -hmm. And I share things that I think are helpful. Yeah. Because I'm not sure that just putting the messiness of mental health out there is always useful. Yeah. And well, especially like you said, and it depends, like somebody watching this is probably thinking, well, I talk about, like you said, balayage, like. You know, so I, it's the same thing though. Like, you know, yeah. so I think we should think about it from a hairdresser's point of view. Well, Cause you know, like plenty of hairdressers I've come across over the years were like being sick at the thought of putting their photos of their work on. They were so right. scared of being judged by other hairdressers essentially. Yes. Yes. And, and it really, it's the same. If you scroll all the way down on my Instagram, you will see the first pictures that I put out there. It is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a picture of the first time I ever tried balayage and literally there's only lightener like from here down. <laughs> like it's like so bad. But I kept doing it because it was practice and I knew that it was something that I was going to get better at. And then of course, you know, there's education out there that helps you with things like that. And what ended up happening though is people were finding me through that and through Instagram. And I, you know, they were curious. I got better at how I was writing my captions as I did. Like, so I want the people that are listening to this, that are scared to put themselves out there, whether it be a picture of hair, whether it be, um, talking about how you work behind the chair, you know, talking a little bit of, I do think a little bit of personal in there is important because people want to know who they're coming to. You don't have to put your whole life out there. You do not. Okay. Like I'm no, (laughs) but just start, just start messy. Take a picture, yeah. put it up there. Take another picture, put it up there. Like you will evolve because we're human. I think if you're really, really anxious about it as well, you've really got to think about what, what will it cost you not to? Yes. That's the, that's the question I, I, well, the conversation I had very quickly with myself at the beginning of my business was there is no business if you don't. Mm, so you're going to yeah. have to figure this out, Haley. And so I figured it out. And I got over myself and and maybe that's easier for me than for some other people. Um, Based on lots of things (laughs) like absolutely buckets of therapy, literally buckets and buckets of it, you know, like 
it's not just naturally easier for me. I've done a lot of work on getting comfortable with me. I didn't come out of the womb like this, um, even though my mum says I did. I, I didn't. Um, th- th- there is a lot of work that went into this, you know, into right. me feeling, being a reasonably confident person. Uh, and I understand that's not the case for everyone. And so I think not everyone has to put themselves out there, Mister. They can find a different way. Right. If it costs you too much, that's all right. But you've really got to think about what are the consequences to you not doing. And if that really matters to you, you're going to have to face that fear then. I like that. You start slow. You know, I think that's it. Yeah, I like that. I'm reading this comment here. You can say it out loud since the listeners can. I find it harder to do an Insta. But I just think that's all right. Maybe it's not for Instagram. It was for that person. You know, you have a connection with that client you've done for 20 years. They know a bit of your business, but you know, thousands of people around the world don't need to hear your business. Right. I'm not sure there's a, there's not always a benefit. And one, one thing I wanted to add earlier, um, is talking about not being reactive when you show up. So like, that's a big one. And I mean, this could be a whole nother podcast episode, but just to touch on it briefly, if you have a client that no shows you immediately going on your stories and having a reactive, having a a passive aggressive story, right? Oh, I love seeing passive aggressive. It's like my (laughs) hobby is um, identifying passive aggressive messages. And I think I, when I see them and I see them, Every all day, the time. every all the day time. on Instagram, mm-hmm. I think to myself, that hairdresser was really struggling. Yes. That, the first thing I think is that's terrible. They had a bad day. They're struggling. They've got money worries. They're feeling taken advantage of. They're in a bad place. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I'm not a fan of that strategy. No. I, well, I think I... it's off putting to other clients. Yes. And it's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to make sure people treat you well. You can't just sit around hoping people are going to be respectful. That's not how the world works. However, some people feel very underconfident in putting their boundaries in and have a preference for moaning about it later. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is somebody's going to put out the passive aggressive comment about the no show thinking that the person who no-showed them is going to see it and feel bad. But what actually happens is the clients that you love see it and they actually start taking it personal, you know? And they so they feel bad about themselves. Exactly. So the it's wrong the, person's getting the wrong message. It's the equivalent of telling off the whole class instead of the one naughty kid. Yes. And, yes. and only the good kids were listening anyway. And yep. now they just feel bad about themselves. Yes. And the one that didn't know show. (laughs) And even if they saw it, they didn't think you meant them. (laughs) Right. Exactly. It's it's exactly. They never see it. It's a terrible strategy. And it just brings down the vibe of your business, of you, of your page. It bums everybody out, doesn't it? Yep. Yes. And it doesn't work, essentially. And I think this is what I think. What am I hoping to get from making this post? Mm, I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's really it, hard though, isn't it? I get that it's it hard. It is hard. Well, what I are you hoping to hard. get? And again, kind of back to the, what um, are you expecting a response? 
Yeah. You know, like, are you expecting, like, I'm going to post this and everyone's going to be like, I love you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause, <laughs> cause you might be disappointed. You probably will be disappointed. And then you're going to feel like yeah. crap about it. And then you're not going to want to put yourself out there, you know? So I've thought about something that um, someone told me that was a revelation to me when I started putting myself out there. Um, and this, so this might help someone was that it doesn't have to be in real time. Mm. And I really thought it did. <laughs> right. I literally thought that everything I posted and particularly stories had to be happening in that moment. And it does not. And, and as soon as I realized my Instagram didn't have to be in real time, it all got a lot easier. I, I cannot just agree be like, with you more. Oh, I'm going to make this content now because I have time and my face is on and I'm in the mood, but I might post this in two days time. Yes. When you're laying in your PJs and you're not in the mood. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I thought, oh, that's not authentic. But it, and I, I don't know why I, people think I'm lying to them. It has to be in the instant. And I think, no. And I, so I think if you are someone who's a bit reactionary, that's also a good thing to remember, isn't it? Is that you can, you, you could post that in two days time if you still feel like that. That right. passive aggressive thing you're thinking about writing, you could sit on it for a day and see if you still want to write it. Which is, re- re- uh, I can't talk, which is recommended because you're more, you're not going to be as reactive. You know, you're probably going to read it the next day within 24 hours and go, oh, I'm not going to post that. Which means you probably should never have posted it in the first place. <laughs> I mean, I would never post those posts. <laughs> there's a thought, there's a fine line too. Um, and we're going to wrap this up soon. But my last thought is there's a, there's a fine line between being a little nervous about posting something and like being reactive in posting something, because there's a lot of posts that I have, I have posted that make me a little nervous. Maybe it's a, a little, con- I'm not super controversial. Like I don't like to get into the mess Um, But like, maybe it's a little controversial or maybe it's like something I've never shared before that like makes me a little uncomfortable. Those are always my most engaged posts. Always. so true. Yes. Every now and again, I post something that, I mean, I post a lot of stuff that I think is funny, but every now and again, I think that's a bit edgy, funny that Hayley. Yes. There's room for people to go to misunderstand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes I just press it and I'm like, it does well. I did one yesterday. Yeah. I did one yesterday. It's just a silly lip sync. And it's about, you know, I can't remember, but it's something like laughing when one of your family members doesn't want to come and have their head on anymore. And you're like actually cheering. And I thought someone will go, my family's so lovely. Uh, you know, <laughs> and have something to say. And so even in the caption, you can read where I'm sort of saying, just for fun, Obviously, some are nice, but not because I'm anticipating the people that go, my family are delightful and I love doing that hair for free. Yes. You're but giving like I a disclaimer. <laughs> I can, it's a disclaimer. Whereas it's done really well and people are laughing their head off. Yeah. Oh, Jody, I, I know that everybody hates doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jody. But I think everybody I know hates doing their family's hair, particularly for 10 quid. Yes. Yep. Because you've been charging a model prices since you qualified. You know, right. it's just crackers. But I was nervous because there's always someone, isn't there? There's always someone dying to jump on you and say, take things too literally. Yes. That's the danger absolutely. of the internet. So, so I'm mindful. 
Haley, first of all, thank you for always having amazing conversations. I there is not literally when I tell when I recommend still to this day, when I recommend my podcast to anyone, because I recommend it to people who are not hairdressers too. I always send them the first one that we ever did together because that's like hands down been one of my personal favorites. Um, because you know me. I mean, I like talking about this kind of stuff. Um, (laughs) but just a quick wrap up. What is the one piece of advice that you would give somebody who's a little nervous about putting themselves out there for their business? And you've kind of already said it, but I kind of wanted just a little quick summary of it. Just one. Think about what I've got to think about what it will cost. (laughs) Yeah, I'm having to Um, think about what it will cost you to not do it and start slow. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. And practice. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. don't practice too much. I'm like don't practice too much you know don't be making videos endlessly right thinking one day I'll post this when it's perfect just start small in in a way that feels safe and then build you know that's how I teach people how to build confidence on a course for my friend and what I say to them is you've got to still be able to it's like imagine you're in the swimming pool but you can still reach the floor you know, yes. it makes you still feel safe. We're not just chucking ourselves in the deep end, telling everyone about our mental health troubles on the right. first day. It's odd, you know. We just start really slow and comfortable, and then we build up and see how see how the people are responding because that's what that's why you're putting yourself out there. I love that. Yeah, be yourself. Yes, don't Always try be to yourself. be anyone else. Don't Even try to be if you're else. not sharing everything, you can be yourself. I am myself. If you come for coaching, I sound like this. Yep. Um, but I'm not, my entire business isn't on my, you know, my personal business. It's not paraded all over the internet. Right, right. There's no benefit in that for me. I don't see, you know. No. Yeah, what's the point? You're not looking for the validation. Get it elsewhere, folks. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Haley, thank you so, so, so much. Um, Everyone listening on the podcast, where can everybody find you? I live on Instagram. I'm an Instagram person. I absolutely live on here at the Resilient Hairdresser. You can find me in Misty's follow list. Yes. (laughs) Haley, thank you so much. This was fun. This worked out great. Always fun. I'm going to do this more often. (laughs) (laughs) We should do this more often. Every time Misty says, do you want to do a live or a podcast? I'm like, yes. Yep. 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 We, we should just, we, we got to just do them monthly. <laughs> I don't know if we have the time. Maybe so. Maybe All right, so. Haley. Thank you so, so much. And I will see Thanks you Thanks so much. Thanks for watching. See you later. Once again, thank you for listening to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. I appreciate each and every one of my listeners more than you know. If you like what you hear, please screenshot this episode, share it with a friend, share it on social media, and don't forget to tag me, Misty Jane, and the podcast at Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. You can even take it a step further and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Talk with you on the next one.